Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Sometime in the 80s, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, on October 11th, Chad Jones was born to a drug-addicted mother. At four months old, he was adopted by an older Catholic couple who had already raised 11 biological children. So it was just a huge age gap between you know my parents and myself, which is kind of great looking back at it because I was able to get something from a generation that I would normally be closed off from, you know, some of the life value systems and things that have shaped my worldview. They had a hardworking mentality and they just instilled some of those achiever value systems within me while I was mixed up within a culture that had a lot of non-achiever values within it. So they also had a, a, a strong influence as far as, you know, directing me towards the Lord, uh, going to Catholic churches. Uh, since I was, you know, a baby, every Sunday in Mass also influenced my, you know, decision-making and, and things of the nature when I got older. It should be in heaven with Jesus the Christ If you receive the unite and there is fruit of that right You profess to be Christians, the majority of life I just want to make sure you show that right Because uh, that's my job, I love you dearly Don't wait from the truth when things seem weary I see clearly I make you love in the utmost respect Just check to make sure God you trust most Then it's cool, that's what I love about God is faithful, you can call him out Y'all can talk it out If you have nothing more to say, you fell in this grace You can put hold the lamb in his face Holy face, man So much joy that I said so deep All the love and the care that you gave It showed me that God had a plan for me That I could not see His parents adopted another boy and every day, Chad could see the influence of the gospel through the loving kindness that their hearts displayed. When he stepped outside the loving confines of his house, teenage Chad was in the world. And while in the world, he loved to convey that he was a part of the world. These streets need water, purity, Fiji, thirsty for life, for God, I keep seeing. Bro, I gotta do something, maybe if they knew someone, I mean, that you, but the truth, uh -huh. I was raised in the same place they come from. My heart and my soul trade places, blood trade statements, I made it, you can paint with love. God save my statement, it's cold in the glove, oh Lord, oh Lord. While we had to grow up, ducking from the pistol, I had to keep my head on a swivel. Cause gun root and murder, man, body bags, central bullets, bust through your digestive system with the kids of Miss Frizzle. It could have been mine or your mama's crying at the vigil, loud mouth. Uh, I hung around a lot of, you know, people who had, you know, different value systems and what I was raised. And I could operate in their world 
even though they couldn't necessarily operate in mine, I could operate in their world. And I, I formed just a, you know, my own little lane where I could be the cool, smart dude who will be around and around a whole bunch of mess, but nobody really had the expectation or put pressure on me to, you know, do certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'd be around a bunch of vice lords or, or drug dealers hooping, you know, at the park. And they all know, you know, I still bang my hat to the left, you know, raising that, raising that situation, but nobody really had an expectation for me to go put work in. I felt, you know, the love and respect that, you know, that wasn't necessarily earned by me from my neighborhood. And I think that kind of made me a little bit more arrogant as well, because I can go places <laughs> without fear. Um, I could just find my identity based on what I wanted it to be. And I and I just spent the time crafting my image, crafting, you know, just, you know, who I was. And I was pretty successful at it. Um, but that was to my detriment. I just didn't know it. He loved to rap, but didn't realize the complexity of the written art until a friend of his joked about his writing being elementary and showed him how to layer his lyrics. Chad loved the challenge and worked hard at perfecting his craft. My love for, for rap and hip hop just progressed when I got to high school, battling all the time. I would even go online and do like keyboard battles, you know. <laughs> I really enjoyed, you know, the, the craft and putting together words and saying stuff differently and saying things that people hadn't heard and creating these images, you know, in the form of rap. Hey, it's hard work outside for cats with no way out. Tell the truth, man, they gon' bang out. So I'ma bang with them. I'ma go and hang with them. Tell them about Christ, man, I know we make the change in them. Hey, it's hard work outside for cats with no way out. Tell the truth, man, they gon' bang out. So I'ma bang with them. I'ma go and hang with them. Tell them about Christ, man, I know we make the change in them. Hey, breathe with me, I see clearly Christ from the east to west coast And your lungs like asbestos See with me, my seas fill me His light is my petrol Slide to the side, I can't let go Some might say that I'm just too serious But this pride in me busting loose And getting delirious Divide righteousness from evil kid Christ coming back to change the scene like TiVo did High school Chad was content with his life and never wondered about his biological parents. Yeah, it's hard to feel free on Monday morning. Driving to the jail, I'd rather be recording. My life is like them tailpipes, always exhausted. You hit if you ignore them, so I roll with the punches, I'm free. Just being faithful is rewarding, since God is the boss. Either way, I'm out performing. Guess I don't need a stage, a stage a match with my opponent. So he's with me all the time, it's like a friend I never wanted. Trying to get me to complain, but I need a rest because I'm yawning. One day I'm gonna be free and leave him sleep without the snoring. <laughs> it's like the only movie I like to watch where I know the end. The hero comes, yada, yada, y'all know the drill. The cliches of life leave me with that noble feel But Christ ain't let my credits roll, so I know it's real I treat the hardest situations like a confirmation My days are numbered on this earth despite my occupation free My parents owned the ice cream shop So, and I was pretty much free labor <laughs> So I would be in there uh, working all the time And uh, this guy came to the door, or to the window one time And he was like, I'm looking for Chad 
And I'm like, uh, what about him? He said, because I'm his daddy. And I looked at him, and he didn't look nothing like me per se. You know what I mean? But I looked at him again, and I, I, it was, I, I can't even describe what it was, but I knew he was telling the truth. And I said, my dad's at work. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty positive my dad's at work. So he said, all right, you want me to leave? I said, yeah, that'd be cool. And he just, you know, said, all right. He walked right down the street, got in his Cadillac, and, and, and dipped off. So, yeah, I found out later, you know, him and my, him and my mom, both of them used to be pimps. Like, <laughs> him and my mom used to be pimps. And I, I kind of wondered, you know, why I used to, you know, as a teenager, call myself being a Mac and, you know, being a Mac with the girls and all that type of stuff. I used to call myself that. But it was funny that I actually, my, both my, my mom and my dad used to be pimps. He was a smart and talented kid. After high school, he had the opportunity to get signed to a record label, play basketball in college, and even study acting. Yeah. See, I'm a soul with the body of the soul in my body. Heard this music is so soulful, so it's getting bodied. I could have sold, so full, but I fed the body from the head to the soul. Do you show Liz invited? This goes for you, 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 and you and them. We all been tired of the bull like Patrick, you and them. So a crew of kids from a hooligans on the mic, though. Shining light, living for Christ until we hike home. Now keep up, I'm a single voice at a messenger. Who I represent always is, there's no replica. Alpha comma, you got it, yup. Promise for help, a restoration of man for the one who made him himself. Yo, listen, transition, lecture the interaction. You sing along with melodies that I'm blasting. Cognitive is obvious, apologetics, my passion. But I wanna hear you and all the questions you be asking, like, what is life and the meaning of all the suffering? What am I to do when my baby mama is punking me? What Jesus got to do with overthrowing the banks? They keep us all in captivity, financially enslaved. Man, how is me forgiving gonna stop me from? Wanting things I never had it to get it. I'd rather live as a king. Man, who gon' fix my marriage? He tripping and changed up. Why the socially unaware staring? They blame us. Is there any answers for the one seeking it? Who gon' reach him? Me, I do believe in it. Starts from seeing my own need for the kingdom coming. My need to not be alone. But I can't fix the world by being deep on a song. And just cause I don't rap systematic, that trick of fact. And it pretty much was, you know, army school or, or do nothing. And I chose do nothing. <laughs> I promise I chose to do nothing. I really was doing nothing. I was, you know, drinking uh, a lot. That pretty much was, you know, the highlight of my week. You know, a weekend, you know, going to the club or, or getting drunk, you know, or drinking or whatever. Call some girls over and, and kick it. My girlfriend at the time ended up getting pregnant, and she just decided that I wasn't going to be in the right space to, you know, interact with her. So she, her and I just completely, like, cut it off. So I got a, you know, I have a child coming in, you know, nine, seven, eight months. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just wild and just doing my thing. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. 
everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Chad never got into drugs because he was afraid he would end up like his biological mother. I never wanted to, you know, smoke or do anything like that because my mom was a fiend, so it never enticed me at all. I never wanted to get high. You know, I felt like if I ever did, I would be just as addicted as, you know, them. Because I have two, I have two biological, I have, well, I should, I should say I have biological brothers and sisters and I have a set of twins. And they kind of went down that same road that my mom did. I'm like, even after seeing all that type of stuff, they still went down that that road. I really didn't give myself any type of credit to be able to, you know, be in control of it. But when it comes to drinking, I was like, let's get it. I know, yeah, I know that this gotta be somebody out there looking down for me. Through everything that's been happening, I'm here, this I know that you're there, and I know. Chad was 18 and living on his own. He managed to find one of his biological brothers and was hanging out at his brother's adopted parents' house when an unexpected visitor waltzed into his life. My mama missed all the right turns in my life before I left the womb. I was on the pipe, she drove me to drugs. That's coke and ice, no cola. Hold up, pumping that cane in the veins got me taken from her in a way. Never to be seen till I turned 18. We had an accidental meeting, my painkiller day. Cause even if I took a pill, man, I wasn't healing. None of my feelings, dog. That moment was dominated by my devastation. I was so agitated and distant. She ain't had nothing for me. Asked for a 20 to get high with. And I was at their house just like chilling one day, um, sitting on the uh, computer. And uh, my back is turned to the front door, and I somebody opened the door and it had a raspy voice. Uh, I didn't pay any attention because I never, you know, heard the voice before, so I just kept doing my own thing. And then she said to the little girl, she said, "Hey, where's my son at?" And the girl said, uh, "Patrick's not here," and I froze. I I knew that that wasn't the you know the lady who adopted him, that wasn't her voice. So I'm like, oh man, that's that's my mom. Uh, so I had this choice of do I want to continue doing what I was doing on the computer, or did I want to like turn around and you know see her? Uh, so she like you know walked to the house and for for like a few minutes, and she was getting ready to go, and I finally just was like. I got up, I turned around, I said, hey, uh, you know who I am? And she looked at me, and I've never seen her. She hadn't seen me since I was one month, and she called me by name. Um, yeah. And that that just was like, oh, man, wow. Like, she knows who I am. This is crazy. And she had a friend with her. I guess she was uh, out in the streets with her or whatever, and uh, I'm I just was talking to her for like maybe like a few moments and then she asked me for like, you know, some money, you know, so she can go do her thing. And I'm like, what? Uh, and I I just remember, I don't know, I don't know this guy's name. I never seen him again. I ended up, I was like crying in his arms. Uh, and he was just telling me, hey, I know. And your mom just, she's sick. Your mom just sick. It was just was so heartbreaking for me, you know, just to have, that moment of surprise 
elation and disappointment all at the same time. That experience messed him up. It really messed with him for a long time. like that but when my son was born you know something changed within me you know just looking down at somebody who looked like me for the first time because I never looked like my parents and just having you know holding somebody who looked like me it just sparked something in me and it was like okay I really do want to provide and you know take care of business and about three weeks later I ended up going to church on accident because uh, I was just hungry and that's how like a New Year's service and I went and I ended up coming to the Lord for real. The pastor used to be a, a four-star elite in the Vice Lords and this was like the first dude I ever came across in the church that was like real, that understood what I was you know, wrestling with, you know what I'm saying, what I had wrestled with and all type of stuff that I was doing at the time. He understood and he, he had done it himself. He was the first dude I seen that was real and he made me really pay attention when he was talking. One of the dudes he was talking to used to be uh, one of their snipers on top of the roof. And I'm sitting, I'm just sitting back like, yo, this is a real situation. I've only heard Jesus spoken of in a painting, you know, hippie type of way. Oh, Jesus loved the children. Just real, real, real soft. But this was like a, a Jesus who had redeemed and rescued somebody that everybody would have said is too far gone. Everybody would have said there's no hope for him in his life. And I, I think that resonated with me, you know, just feeling kind of hopeless, but not knowing how to express that. Feeling like I didn't know what my life was going to do and where I was going to go. But I did have responsibilities now that I needed to take care of. And the Lord just used that to, to make much of himself. And he, he changed my life. And I didn't know nothing about nothing. I ain't no discipleship, none of that type of stuff. But uh, I just went up to the pastor um, and talked to him afterwards. And I was just like, man, teach me. You got to teach me something. And then we started, you know, kicking it like almost four or five times a, uh, a week. <laughs> like, I mean, doing everything. Um, and he helped me, you know, grow and develop uh, some tools I had as far as graphic design. Teach me, um, you know, I'd be a man. I ended up getting married to uh, the mother of my child like a couple months later. You know, so new husband, newly saved. And the Lord just like, you know, worked all through that through that time. He just used all that the previous season was just uh, doing all the stuff I wanted to do to show me that it wasn't really gonna bring me any type of joy or satisfaction. And he put me on this this track of you know being something different, and that that just completely blew who knew me prior to that. It just blew their mind that uh, I was different. You listening to testimony? Yo, this is Chad Dad Jones. Chad Jones, Jones. You listening to Chad Jones, Jones. And you listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Get, 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 let's get it. Get, 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 let's get it. Testimony, a musician's story. Connect with Testimony, a musician's story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at testimonystories.com. 
Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. He now has two boys and two girls. A few months after getting saved, Chad went to a Christian hip-hop concert. And for the first time, he saw what he considered to be talented and skillful rappers in the holy hip-hop community. He wanted to be a part of it. So he worked as a stagehand and eventually got the opportunity to do his thing on stage. He got to perfect his stage presence by traveling the country performing. In 2007, while at the Legacy Conference in Chicago, Chad met a guy named BJ. They connected, and Chad went to go visit him in Memphis, Tennessee. That trip ultimately redirected his life in a truly positive way. There's a difference now. I've been changed, and I really am a Christian. If I follow Christ, Him to the fullest, I surrender me to Trinity. Kills the sin that hinders me. Praise the God, it's all the Spirit surrendering. It's not by works at all, but the triumph God who lives in me. To God's glory, I didn't tell my story. Cause when I heard me on to you know, community and, and all that type of stuff, and how salvation was bigger than just myself, and bigger than just like sharing the gospel, you know, to somebody in a relation, in an interaction. Um, or preaching a message through a song, and it just it blew my mind. And it was like, okay, I could be mediocre, which will eventually cause me to wither and my family to wither, or I could pursue our health, our growth, and you know, leave my job, leave everything that's comfortable, leave all the things that will be an assurance to uh, my pursuit of my continual pursuit of the American dream or my continual pursuit of comfort for this. And I saw the growth as more valuable, so I, we, it took us a, a year to save, you know, save and, and pay off the school loan and pay off the car, and we left. He stopped rapping for a while to focus on growing spiritually and fellowshipping with some guys who moved to Memphis to redefine their lives as well, Cannon and Derek Minor. Chad picked up the mic again to perform at a conference and got encouraged by many to keep the mic in his hand. And never stop rapping. Stop. People waiting on my music, they wanted to drop. Producers in Lecrae, throw away none of them high. Gun rappers saying I'm a legend, I know that I'm not. Hard for me to wear a crown, I ain't at the top. I fed fans as conviction. Friends see my conviction. Fans gonna be So I just started, you know, making music. Cannon and I, I just started doing music uh, consistently. And we were about to form like a little, like two man group. And there was some interest from, you know, 
you know, people wanting to do something with that music that we were creating at that time. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just, you know, pretty much, because uh, Derek never stopped. I used to always try to convince him that he needed to like not rap. He needed to like grow and, and chill out. And he'd be like, nah, I'm still rap. <laughs> like, you can, yeah. he said it, he said it differently. He said, you can listen to what them dudes telling you all you want, but not for me, uh, you know, I, I'm chilling. And I love to use your brothers around me to, to point me towards, um, you know, doing it. But then also he, I had resources to do it. You know, like there was people with studios, there was people who made beats. So it wasn't just like an idea. I actually had the, the resources and, and the relationships to actually do it and, and do it well. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A musician Story. Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't gotta say it, do I? Keep up. Yeah. Uh, it's my off day and I'm loving it. Blocking out my struggling. Got a couple friends with a bunch of kids. Came through, so cool. Made food. Red box, two movies that's not due. No who's who in my castle. We pumped up, no gas. Man, my kids asking for ice cream. I'm saying yes, no hassle. Man, check the fresh, that's if we got it. Mess with me, you know I got it. Working hard is my major. I minded in frustration. Today, my celebration. Don't you mess up my staycation. The only full length solo project Chad has under his belt is a free mixtape, Soul Food, that he released under the stage name Conviction in 2007. His homie Derek Minor formed the record label Reflection Music Group and signed him. The label put out a compilation album that features Chad, but audiences really only know Chad Jones as a featured artist before putting out a full-length album with his entire thought process. Chad recently released a four-song EP entitled Keep Up. Keep Up is a lightweight introduction to who he is as an artist and what he wants to communicate. You know, what Keep Up really stands for uh, is it's not it's not the average, you know, what you think when you hear Keep Up uh, with the Joneses. 
I, I use that to play on the cliche of, you know, keeping up with these perfect people when nobody really has the perfect story. Nobody has taken the perfect path to, you know, the destination. Like there's been all types of curves and, and bumps in a row. And I wanted to encourage people that in your story, like how you tell a story five years from now is different than how you tell it 10 or 20 and how you tell it right now. It's just a matter of perspective. So once you kind of get close to the end goal and see, you know, where you are in your story, then you can see the redemption and then you can see how you were propelled during those seasons of life that were like pretty much terrible going through them, how they actually like shaped your character and molded your competency. Uh, so keep up is just a celebration of, of that. And I'm just sitting here enjoying my life. And not a small but you're blowing my Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. This has been a Brown Theory production and an 83 Media production. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S dot com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good.